Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's message, I've got a really high vibe, just really positive thing that I want to share with you. And it's about up-leveling your mind and moreover, up-leveling your life. If you have been stuck in the doldrums or you just want to shake things up and you don't know how or where to start, Get tuned for a really power-packed episode to help you get yourself energized and moving. You're going to get some really good tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. I really appreciate your support. Let's connect if we haven't done so already on social media. Follow me on Denise G. Lee on Twitter or Denise George Lee on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit me on DeniseGLee.com where you can read articles and get all sorts of other resources to help you grow your personal brand and our service-based business. And lastly, if you really want to dive in a little bit deeper into what we can do together, make sure that you click the courses tab on DeniseGLee.com and you'll find some really awesome resources that I I know will help you just energize yourself and take you to the next level. With that being said, let's now talk about up-leveling our mind and more or less up-leveling our life. I was having a conversation a few days ago with someone about some personal issues that they are going through. And as I was going for my walk today and I was just kind of reflecting on the conversation, I really wanted to say to this person, why are you getting in the way of your happiness? And I didn't really think it was appropriate to even think about saying that to them at the time, but it just kind of made me think a little bit more and more about what she was going through and what she was struggling with. And I realized that for a lot of us, we are really getting in the way of our happiness. We are getting in the way of who we are meant to be helping, how we're supposed to impacting. And today I really want to just stop with the trauma and stop with the excuses. And I want to give you some really solid points that I know that have worked for me. I'm going to sit here and lie to you and say that all the things that I have mentioned or will mention rather is something that I have arrived and I am without problems and that I'm floating on cloud nice. No, no, no. This is a process. We are all growing at the pace that we need to. But for a lot of us, I think we're making things a lot worse, a lot more difficult, a lot more burdensome. So with all that being said, I've got, I'm looking at my notes right now. I've got four main things I want to share with you. You grab your pen, you grab a piece of paper. If you need to hit the pause button on this podcast (laughs) and make sure that you've got your resources around you because I know there's something that I'm going to say here that's really going to just pop out on through your ears and you're going to be like, oh, I never thought of it. Let me just hit this one particular issue that Denise is mentioning. And I just want to make sure that you are feeling fully supported and understanding that this is definitely something where I am just with you. I'm on the process myself. So heck, even I might be listening to this podcast myself as I, as I say this. Okay. That being said, let's talk about it. Number one is stop the soap opera. Again, stop the soap opera. And what what am I talking about that? Well, I think the best kind of illustration is I want to talk to you about a a secret that I loved, loved, loved to uh, indulge in. I don't indulge in anymore, but 
I was a big fan of watching The Young and the Restless. It's a daytime soap opera on CBS. And I watched it originally, you're going to laugh at me, when I was 10 years old. I was briefly in foster care. That's another long story. But anyway, I was briefly in foster care and I was exposed to this particular soap opera because one of my foster mothers was went to the senior center regularly and she took me along with her. And I would just sit in their auditorium during the lunch hour and watch soap operas. And that's how I got exposed to it. And then I started watching that particular episode from, I think I was 10, all the way up and through, I think, my 20s and then like briefly through my 20s and then my 30s. It, it was insane. And one of the things that I know is a common thing about the soap operas was that nobody could stay freaking together. I would be so excited about particular couple getting together and hooking up after all this trial and all this tribulation. And then it would only be a matter of months, maybe a year tops, tops before their relationship faltered and they would move on to the next relationship. And then they would have all this drama and they would start all over again. So what I'm saying is in a long roundabout way is that a lot of us treat our businesses and our personal lives this way. We have all the suspense, all of this momentum that we're putting in. And as soon as we get it, we just ruin it. We have misunderstandings. We drop the ball on things that need to be done. We overestimate or underestimate things that needed a little bit more attention in our lives. And then we just really make a big blunder. And I want to tell you, I want us to stop the soap opera. A lot of us are living our personal and our professional life like a real blown out soap opera. And you may not think about it because you may not have heard it explained in those terms, but for a lot of us, we have gotten addicted to the merry-go-round of insanity and drama. We don't feel that it's exciting unless it feels tumultuous or it feels agonizing or stressful or not conquerable. And we feel like we have to make it way more difficult than it actually needs to be, right? And I don't want you to make your life more complicated than it needs to be. I don't want you to make your business more complicated than it needs to be. I want you to be where you want to be with purpose and with intention. And we have to simplify things. And we have to break things down into larger steps instead of trying to take it all at once. Like whatever we need to do, your situation's completely unique to what another person who may be listening to. I don't know, but I will say this, that if you are making your current circumstances feel a lot harder and a lot more dramatic, then you might be contributing to a lot of the problems that you have now. And I know you may not like to hear this. In fact, I don't even like hearing this to myself to saying, gee, I make this a lot worse than it needs to be. And I think part of the reason why we make it worse is because it seems more exciting. It seems like it gives us a little bit more purpose and meaning. We feel like we have so much obstacles and we have to make a big spectacle of it. You know, it gives us something to talk about. And I want to let you know that that is just totally unnecessary for the woman or man of purpose. That's totally unnecessary. You're going to have enough challenges that await you. I assure you, we don't have to make this way worse and way more complicated than it needs to be. All right. 
And part of this stopping this drama is stopping the excuses and stopping the blame game and stop externalizing what is really all on you and not on another person. I think about a very recent example where somebody was giving me some gardening tips of all things, some gardening tips. And I remember I took their advice, sort of, and I kind of moved the plants and it didn't really work the way I wanted it to. And I thought my plant was dying. And I remember talking to my husband about the situation. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have listened to this person about this particular garden event. Now this plant is dying. And I don't know what's going to do. And I shouldn't have listened to this person. And I and my husband looked at me and he had a little grin on his face. And he said, you realize you're externalizing this. You realize that nobody forced you to rearrange this plant this particular way. And in fact, everything that goes down is really on you. And I was like, and I just looked at him and I didn't make the excuse. I didn't lie. I said, dang, you're right. How often are we making decisions based on what other people tell us? And then if we don't feel like it is working to our advantage, we want to blame the messenger. We want to blame somebody else for it, right? It's not going to work for us if we continue to not accept personal responsibilities of for what we want to do, good or bad, whatever goes down. We have to take complete ownership. That is what we need to do as entrepreneurs, as people who have responsibilities that far stretch out our business and our personal lives as well. Okay. Now let's talk, move on to another subject. Let's talk about being okay with taking time to fix things. Let me repeat that again. Being okay with taking the time to fix things. One of the things that I'm this personal to me that I'm going through right now is to I lose some weight. <laughs> I did not realize how much weight I was climbing up. And it's definitely something that has been a lot easier to me in my 20s and 30s. And now as I'm dangerously closing to 40s, I'm like, holy moly, I definitely cannot lose weight as easily, as quickly as I once could. So let me get my button gear in doing what I need to do. And then part of the reason, part of the reason why I'm mentioning is that I cannot give myself more pressure than what I need to do. I know that, yes, I'm older. Yes, I know my metabolism is slower. But at the same time, it's going to take as long as it's going to take, okay? Unless I'm living in a war zone and only having like a cup of rice a day, like I need to expect that it's going to take some time for my body to naturally lose the weight, just like it took some time for my body to naturally gain the weight. I want us to stop putting so much darn pressure on ourselves. And the same thing goes with our baby businesses or our, with our relationships with our spouse or our partner or whoever else is in our lives right now. A lot of us, are we just want to f- flip a switch and then automatically everything is just going to change and magically just poof, be what we want it to be. Please stop doing this because not only are you stressing yourself, you're causing yourself a lot more grief that's just totally unnatural. And then more importantly, you're discouraging, your, discouraging yourself. Everything comes when it needs to come. I'm not saying here that we can just meditate our way to riches. Like you may have heard some other people 
spouting out that garbage in one form or the other. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, well, if you can breathe and meditate and be in a state of yen, then you will energetically attract everything that's coming to you. I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you this. We need to do the work. We need to get ourselves in line in terms of what we need to do. We can't just think positively 24-7. We need to have some action that goes beyond just the positive thinking, action and purpose and positive thinking. They all work in tandem. I'm not saying all that. I'm saying that we need to let it take as long as it needs to take. For some of you, what insert whatever you goal goal you want. It might take a couple of months. For some of you other you guys, it might take years. I don't know. It really all depends on your desire and your state of mind. That's really gonna move the needle. And what's really going to move the needle even more is if you just stop comparing yourself to what other people are doing and thinking and being. Let them worry about what they've got to worry about. I don't think most people are wandering around thinking about whether or not you're going to achieve your goal within a certain amount of time. They're not because most people are preoccupied with their own issues, their own things that they need to get going on in their lives, they're not going to be concerned about you. So if you know that people are not putting that kind of pressure on you, most likely, why are you in the world putting that kind of pressure on yourself? And please don't tell me about your mom or your dad or your cousin or your schoolmate or whatever. Trust and believe that even if they're saying to you, oh, I expect you to do X, Y, and Z, if you really ask them deep down, it's like, oh, so if you expect this, are you really going to help me? Are you really going to support me in this? Really? Are you going to do that? And most likely they're not. They're just saying it because they want to make themselves feel good about seeing you succeed. And that's not a way to live where you're only being feeling validated by through somebody else's success. That's a whole different subject. We can talk more about that offline if you're um, inclined because I've I've worked with some clients that their whole reason for being, their whole reason for working was to make their family members or friends happy and feel, and that's how they felt good about themselves. If you have dealt with that, I want to let you know that you don't deserve to put that kind of pressure on yourself because we can't control other people's feelings about us. No matter how good we try to act, we can't, we're not responsible for anybody else's happiness or we can't seek their approval 24-7 because that's a fast trip to the psychiatric hospital. (laughs) Um, It's just not worth it. Okay, now let's pivot and uh, talk about another issue that's really important. It's about taking radical action. Again, taking radical action. For a lot of us, we're not really saying that we're ready to take it to the next level until we're ready to burn the bridge and cross over and there's no way in turning back. And I think about it in this way. Imagine that you are in a war-stricken environment and there is no food, there's no resources, there's no way that you can really grow in this particular place of your origin, your family of origin or whatever. You have to literally pack up all your stuff in a little suitcase and you just have to keep going in a different direction, north, south, east, west, whatever, just anywhere from where you need to be. There's no way to look back because what is back there is done. And 
for a lot of us, we try to keep looking back, even though there's nothing there. We need to take radical action in terms of saying, if I made the decision, I literally cannot reminisce. I can't contemplate if I can return back there. It's it's a one-way trip. We're, we're not going back. And for a lot of us, if we came from abusive situations or places where we had dysfunctional family dynamics, we think that somehow we are not appreciative or we are not being able to be sympathetic or fill in the blank issues where you just need to go back and forth to places where it was destructive, it was unhealthy, and thinking that you are somehow letting people down. Well, I want to let you know that you're letting yourself down. You're letting other people who you can help down by keep going back to the areas that were dead and dying and chaotic. You translate that and think about in your life what that really looks like. I'm not going to sit here and make generalities, but I know for me, uh, in terms of making that radical action, that means I needed to stop associating with certain people in certain places and certain and entertain certain ideas in my mind that was really destructive, that was really harmful for my soul, that was really harmful for my emotional development. I needed to let that go in order for me to grow and become the woman that I am today. I want to ask you, what do you really need to take radical action on? What really do you need to let go and move on from? There's no sense of holding on to things that is creating more or less poison in your life today. And to help you reclaim the power, I want to invite you to obviously continue listening to podcasts like this. Get a book, take a course, get get in the rhythm of nurturing yourself because it kind of has that snowball effect. Once you're starting to absorb all these positive things that help you feel motivated, encouraged. You will seek one resource and then another resource that you not even consider will pop up. And then another resource might pop out. And the same thing will go with also your business. If you keep plugging at it bit by bit by bit by bit, that momentum, that positive things will just start to manifest. I was thinking about another situation with a client of mine and she's been really on a roll with certain things that are going on in her business and she was in one event and then suddenly another person invited her to another event and then she's been just making really a lot of forward momentum and her sales for her current business and just things are just starting to happen. But it didn't happen overnight. It was just bit by bit by bit. And then on top of it, she's been really doing such great work with her personal development and all of these things are just snowballing. So I want to let you know that these things happen when you are totally committed to taking radical action. And lastly, I want you to replace the ugly with the beauty. Replace the ugly with the beauty. So let me explain what that is. I, I'm on Twitter also and you know, when you're scrolling through, you get to look at content that's not just from your the people that you follow, but the likes of the people you follow and all this other stuff. One of the things that really struck me was I was looking at this one particular post and somebody said, I just moved into my dorm room in Spelman College. And let me tell you, it looked nothing like any kind of room that I saw in my life. It had beautiful artwork full of sprinkles and had a nice comfy rug and it had lovely sheets and everything was so 
darn beautiful let me tell you and then she showed another video and she said this is what it looked like before and it was all drab and it just had the standard bed and standard desk and there was no window treatments and just looks so depressing like a dorm room like not well yeah like a dorm room but like a prison a prison quarter and because they put so much love and care and attention, it just totally changed the atmosphere, totally changed the experience. And so what I'm encouraging to you is a lot of you guys who might be feeling depression are surrounding themselves with things that affirm what you're feeling on the inside. For example, you may be in a dark, dark room and all the things are really dark greens or dark colors, period. And there's not a lot of light and there's not a lot of brightness. And it it just seems things haven't been updated in God knows how long. And if you're around a depressing environment for overextended period of time, best believe it's going to mess with your brain. I want you to take a really good look at your environment. Do you need to put some fresh flowers into your living room? Do you need to update your wardrobe? Do you need to clean up a little bit around your environment? Do you need to tidy up some of the sheets? Do you need to buy new sheets, fresh, clean sheets? I'm, I'm not saying all this to say like, oh, you should be like living like a filthy slob. And now, now is the time for you to revitalize everything. I'm not, I don't want to judge you. I don't know what, what your current situation is. But for a lot of us, we feel miserable because we surround ourselves with things that make us feel depressed. There's no other way of saying this. I, I remember when I first started getting into the personal development work and self-healing, I remember um, people would tell me about uh, lighting candles. And I just love the aromatherapy. But then I realized that the soup from the candles can actually can clog up the filters and whatnot. So now I've moved on to aromatherapy with essential oils. It feels good. It smells good. It doesn't leave any lingering smell or soot in the air and whatever. Make sure I have fresh flowers every week. I I was intentional about how I decorated my house to have lots of bright, airy things, uh, nice, white, clean walls, just things that would help my mind just to feel cleansed and focused. And I'm encouraging you to take a really good look at your environment and ask yourself, do I need to freshen up some things? Are there things that I really need to switch up? Because oftentimes we can be putting ourselves in these really downright depressing environments and we just are not aware, we're not cognizant because we've just grown accustomed to it. Want you to think about what that really looks like. You can switch up and change. If you need inspiration, highly encourage you to go go on Pinterest and to start make getting a board of how you want to organize your office or you want to organize your living room or your bedroom or whatever you feel like that needs a spring cleaning or a touch up. And I also want you to when we're replacing the ugly, we also need to replace certain things that just take our mind into dark places, take, take them away and replacing them with beauty. One of the things that I've been doing and I need to enforce a little bit more is having more time out, time away from social media and replacing more of that time with prayer and meditation and reflection. I remember listening to somebody on the other uh, on a, another podcast another day saying that every time I get off social media, I feel like I, it feels so icky. I need to take a shower, and I remember just nodding my head and go, "Yes, I totally understand that." 
a lot of us are just spending a lot of time on things and environments that are just just downright icky. I don't know any other way to explain it. And we need to be totally committed to our growth by saying, making the decision, saying, no, I don't want to be around this particular area. It's toxic. Or if I have to be around that, I want to limit my time so that I don't have to feel like I need to like take a shower (laughs) mentally. And I want to encourage you just to look within yourself and ask you what needs to be done differently. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that just really resonated with you? I want to know. Let me uh, know through a message at hello at denisechili.com. Love to have the conversation continue. And if there's something else that really resonated with you, let me know either way. And if you've been really loving these kind of podcasts, make sure that you hit the forward button so that another person who is listening to it can also be inspired. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.